You are now live. Live and direct. With DJ Sus1. Yo, what up? DJ Sus1, the feature presentation. All right? Yo, I haven't seen this brother in a little while. One of the young goats, one of the most talented artists out right now. He got a, a project out with Hitmaker. He got women going crazy in these streets for absolutely no reason. My brother, <laughs> Eric Bellinger, what's up? What's good? We here. Sus, how you feeling? I'm feeling all right, man. Just gaining weight in the pandemic. How you doing? Ooh, that quarantine pounds. I'm good, man. Super pounds. I'm keeping the gym regimen up. You know, R&B, stay ready. You don't got to get ready. I need abs at all times. <laughs> you need abs at all times, nigga. Send me your <laughs> send me your diet. I've had I've had a one pack for years. <laughs> the Uno, the Uno piece. That <laughs> uh, the sus Uno, sus Uno pack. <laughs> sus Uno. <laughs> I get it now. Yo, talk to me about this project One Eight Hundred Hit Easy. Tell me about the yeah. name. I'm I'm sure I could guess <laughs> why it's called One Eight Hundred Is It. Listen, man. Me and Hit. In our own right, you know, both have been the go-to for a lot of p different people in the game. And it's kind of like putting the names together, putting the powers together, masterminds. We got the whole squad uh, behind it. And it's so many different intricate parts that when we get together, we're able to just have fun in the studio. We're like, all right, cool. What you think? Okay, cool. You want to load this up? 15 minutes, boom. 20 minutes, song done, boom. You know, and it came from just working, really working. Like, I love to stay in the studio so much to people around me thought I was crazy. And I finally met somebody that loved to stay in the studio as much as me. <laughs> nice. So it's like, that's just what came from it. You know, like endless hours of just, oh, let's keep this one for ourselves. Let's keep this one, you know? Yo, as talented as you are, and you've been doing music for a little while, do you ever feel like um, you're underrated? Because in my opinion... Uh, in my opinion, you be writing records and doing. I don't know. I don't think it's underrated. I think the people that once you hear, you be like, "Oh yeah, I get it." I think underrated is when people like don't think you really got it. I think I'm just undermarketed. <laughs> you feel me? Like under. That's a good point. No, you definitely got it. But I mean, like you know, being in rotation the way like the Chris Breezies and all them are. I feel like Eric Eric Billinger should be on that rotation on the radio. And I, you're yeah. getting spins. Don't get me wrong. It's just that yeah, the music's incredible. Like I, feel I like know, but that's why I just honestly, I just always divert it right back to the real vibes because I don't have the same budget on me. <laughs> that's yeah, it. I hear you. I Listen hear you. to the music. It's just as hard. And I'm writing the songs with these guys for these guys in these yeah. guys face with them together on some good family vibes. So it's not even like, you know, how the Quint Miller vibe is. It's not even that. It's really on some we get together, we collab and it's been like that. Not like, for example, Chris Brown, not like since the Fame album, the Fortune album, the X album, the Indigo album, his new album coming. So I've been kind of looked at, you know, from the behind the scenes aspect. And I think the people that know me for the that were introduced to me as a songwriter, they were introduced to me as a songwriter. So anytime somebody is, you know, seen, it's hard to change your mind about them and, you know, give them another shot in another light, like a rapper gone singer or a, or, or, nigga, a, or that's a the whole That's the whole Kanye effect. Remember Kanye was the illest producer and they did not want to accept him as a rapper? 
they didn't want to do it. So but now then I'm he like, became right, the dude, biggest star in the world. Then he became the biggest star in the world. That's why I'm quiet. That's why I'm able to be like, yeah, okay, cool. It's the underrated talk, but it's not. It's just like people just we got to get the word out there some more. You know what I mean? But when people talking top ten, top five, I'll be I'll be hearing. I'll be hearing some. You know what I'm saying? I'll be hearing my name in the vicinity of the of the of the of the regiment of the. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all right, I feel like. With what I'm doing with us and our small team, we got like five of us just really running and gunning for the past decade. And for us to really be competing and be compared amongst the greats. I hear you. Yeah, it's, I was, hard, it's hard for me to wrestle with, wrestle, you know what I mean, with the underrated. You I know what I mean? I understand. I was interviewing Seven Street and my friend Seven Street earlier and she talked highly about you and she's a great writer and you're a great writer. How do you write for other people? Man, I asked her the same question like, I know people write for other people all the time, but I don't understand the process because when you write for yourself, it's based off of your experiences. It's based off yeah. of, you know, what you've seen, what you've gone through. Sometimes it's therapy and all that. So when you write for other people, unless mm -hmm. you're just trying to make that radio hit, which I feel is different, how do you write for other people like and put yourself in their shoes? Man, by literally doing that, you know, you really have to try to become that person. Their mindset, mentality is great to have conversation with people before you just start writing aimlessly, shooting in the dark. What's going on? What's up with you? What's your album talking about? You know, like what's up in your real life? You know, and then you're able to make a song that they can connect with, which is going to give you a nine times out of ten, 10 chance now that you got a better shot at a, at a placement or something that they'll love and they'll fight for when it's time to pick that track list. So I think when you remove yourself and you really try to become the person and, and give them a song custom tailored for them, that's when they can connect rather than, oh, I ain't using this one. Let me send this over. They're going to know. You know what I mean? Or it's just not going to be as special and not as instant. Now let's talk about your music. You got Only You movie. You know what I'm saying? Um, Truth Hurts, which mm -hmm. we were talking about before the interview, movie. Um, this whole project uh, is pretty much a fucking movie, to be honest with you. Breakfast in Bed movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> movie, for, people, for people who haven't heard the project yet, what, what can you say about this project besides that you and Hitmaker have great synergy? I think experience, also just going for the hit. Like, we don't go in there to make album fillers. You know what I mean? Like, so, so you get a whole album of two people that only go for the moon. Every single song, we're trying to write a song that is at least potentially worthy of being a top 10 song. You know what I mean? Like, that goes back to now, like how saying with this album, like, can't nobody tell me these songs ain't just as good as any song you can you can hear on the radio right now for the past year. Oh, they're better than a lot of the songs that's on the radio in the past year. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's hard for me to sit underrated when I know I'm, I'm the actual creator. So I know what I create, you know what I mean? Just as much as I know when On Chill happens, just as much as I know when Indigo happens. It's like, bam, it's the same song. It's the same quality. It's the same fire. Can R&B be as dominant as it was in the 90s again, you think? Because today's generation seems it like will. It, it I will. feel like wow. it will too. It seems like it's coming back, but I just feel like people in the '90s and early 2000s felt like they wanted to be in love, like there was love songs. Yeah. I feel like they don't want to be in love right now. They just nobody wants to be in love, bro. I never thought that the toxic vibe would really take over the actual motive behind women and men out here that's single. Like now, we're actually claiming this title called toxic. I don't get it. And I'm married of six years, going on seven years with two kids. You feel me? Like, then it's my kids. That's my wife. You feel me? We holding it down. We got the crib over here. We got the crib over there. We got the, this is my life. It's actual family. It's actual shit that matters. So for me, 
it's the opposite of what my narrative is. So on this project, I realized that a little bit more and try to tap into the conversations like the truth hurts. You know what I mean? Like star projectors, not like that. All them songs is more so toxic songs, uh, but a lot of Eric Bellinger's songs is real cuffing season. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but when me and Hit got together, he was like, "Hey, E man, I understand you good over there, but we gotta speak to the culture. We gotta." <laughs> he said, "He said we gotta speak to the culture, man. Just you know what I'm saying? Like, look, let's let, let's take this angle, and it may not be where I'm at." Can but, I ask you a question? Stay, stay right there. Can, does yeah. your wife ever get mad at some of the songs that you make because she's like, wait, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck you saying in that song? That's, that's, that's nah, because this is new. I've been doing my whole career for the past decade about her. Okay. okay. <laughs> she's like, yo, man, go live your life. Go do your thing. You know what I mean? The girls is like, yo, why isn't your wife in the video? She's like, man, I got to work too. Get out of here, man. I'm an actor. I'm an actor. Oh, you, cool, you got a cool wife. Oh, uh, man, what? She not, coolest, not, you know, I'm not saying, you know, she's not cool besides that. But usually my experience with females is like, no, you're going to show me and you're no going to gonna talk about me and you're going to let it be known. Damn no it. No way. And that's just <laughs> something that I wanted to do because I couldn't hold it back. I couldn't not. You know what I mean? So I did cover season one, cover season two, cover season three, all these albums. And it's just because this is what I'm led to do. This is my lane. This is what I want. Ain't nobody over here. Nobody, everybody want to go over here and be toxic. Everybody want to go over there and be sleeping with everybody. All right, cool. I'm going to just be over here because I know that there's people out here that actually is on what I'm on too. So we're going to rock with that. Yeah, I want to have some R&B talk with you real quick because I'm a fan of R&B. And I'm not yeah. even, I don't want to talk about today's R&B. By the way, 1-800-HIT-EASY, fucking incredible album. It's out right oh, now. Go get right, that. Yo, <sighs> Jodeci, Jagged Edge, or Drew Hill? Jagged Edge. Really? ASAP. I thought you were going to say Jodeci, my brother. Jodeci, for the for the harmonies and the runs in the church, I got a lot of that from them. But my song structures, I got that from J.E. all day. Wow. But wow. with that, I got that from Jermaine Dupree. You know what I'm saying? I got that from Byron Michael Cox. So, you know what I mean? Like, these guys are extra, extra different with uh, the R&B and Jagged Edge. They had that soul. That was just like, it was not too much. Like like doing the Jodeci stuff in today's day and age, it might be a little bit too much. People might not be able to take that in. But everything with Jagged Edge, it was like, it was, it was, they played it safe all the time, you know? So I was able to realize that their songs were all the same. Meet me at the altar with your white dress. Next song. Feels like I just walked right out of heaven. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot of their songs was the same, but it's the same Janae effect, you know? So I was able to kind of learn from that. Excluding the stuff that he's done that people hate, R. Kelly or Bobby Brown? Kells. Bobby, Bobby <laughs> Brown was a R&B in the early 90s, but yeah, Kells had... By the way, let me say that again. Excluding the things that everybody hate that he's done. Excluding, <laughs> yeah, don't edit that. We're don't just editing. We're, not gonna, we're gonna leave this in. We're only talking about the music. We're not talking about anything else. Okay, we can't you erase the fact that. that we grew up on this music. Was R. Ke yeah. Is R. Kelly the king of R&B excluding all the craziness? Yeah, excluding all the craziness. That's all I'm saying. No, no, no nobody. Yeah, you're stupid. Nobody bigger. Like, I'm trying to think. No, Babyface is the closest. Yeah, Babyface. Yeah, Babyface wrote a lot. But Kells just kind of had a different vibe that was like culturally always the vibe. Talk that shit in it. You know what I'm saying? That shit in there. Babyface was eloquently delicate, and I love that too. Who's a better dancer, Chris Breezy or Michael Jackson? Rest in peace to the great Mike Jackson. So the greatest of all time in my Man, opinion. you know what? Freestyle, I'm giving it to Brown. Because Michael had his four moves that were crazy. 
I had this conversation with Danny. But breezy? My Yo, Chris, Chris, no disrespect. No, Chris, no disrespect. Because me and Chris go way back, even though I haven't seen him in years. Bro, I don't know if Chris could exist and do what he's doing and be inspired if Michael Jackson didn't exist. Hey, man, you asked for the pound for pound. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Of course, Michael, like, that's like saying, like, you know, like, Michael Jackson is Michael Jackson, and none of us would be who we are. You know what I mean? Like, Michael is, you know, he got it from him, but I sometimes maybe, I don't know, the grasshopper becomes the sensei. I hear you on that. I hear you on that. Um, what can we expect from um, Eric Bellinger in the near future? New music, new album, already. <laughs> already done we already talking singles we already talking artwork we already talking creative direction and i think that's it man it's the assembly line uh motown style of what we do you know my fans can expect new music after they you know rinse the last one for two months you know and that's just kind of how we do it i'm also developing new artists um signing artists signing producers signing writers and i'm making your favorite song you know, a real platform for up and coming talent. You know, we do a lot of challenges and stuff like that on the social media sites and we've became a hub for people to just reach out for advice and help. So it just kind of made sense to just kind of kick that off. Yo, bro, for people who might not know, because I know everybody in the industry knows, but for people who might not know, what are some of the biggest records on radio that isn't yours that you wrote? Oh, man. In your career that people yeah. might not know that Eric wrote? Yeah, man, you got like, Usher, let me see. You got Chris Brown, New Flame, Chris Brown, Love More. Okay. Uh, you got Justin Bieber and Drake right here. You okay. got um, Wale on Chill. You got Tiana Taylor, How You Want It. Man, I can go trade songs. <laughs> Disrespectful, right. you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just having him state this just in case some of y'all don't know, so you can put respect, yeah. respect on his name. Yeah, respect the perspective. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Once again, 1-800-HIT-EASY is out right now. Eric Bellinger and um, Hitmaker. Who are your favorite R&B singers of today? Beside yourself. Yeah, man. Favorite singers. I'd say like Janae, for sure. She's always up there. Um, I like SZA, Summer Walker, Alina Barras. And this is not because you wrote for them, right? Nah. <laughs> See, let me think. <laughs> like what are your favorite Look, songs alina baraz is probably the i ain't work with i ain't work with her that's somebody i just listen to like like when the, the most per person at the end of the year you know how everybody do their thing like mine her for, for sure well that was gonna be my next question is there anybody that you haven't worked with that you want to work with because you've worked with so many incredible stars yeah man i would love to lot to work to circle back really and write with a lot of the people that i've written for for their albums to now on my albums you know like do collabs do features because i done got in there with everybody but now that i'm trying to like actually put my career to the forefront just me as the artist it's like all right hey what's up uh, you know what i mean like let's get this feature going usher let's get this you. feature going uh tiana taylor you know all the people that i just naturally work with because i didn't i really have worked with from beyonce to rihanna you know like so now we got to get it on my vibes well man i've been watching you work for a long time i'm i'm really excited to see you put out more music i want to see you do records all these huge artists and you Thank do cool music um by your damn self shit Thank you, man. Appreciate that. But I know what that do, man. When you get them features, when you get that, you know, familiarity, it's a lot easier for for, for people to say, oh, let me click on that. You know what I mean? A little more clickbait, a little more, a little more, you know, notoriety. And I think once they press play, once they give it a chance, they'll really keep listening. I hear you. Anything that's going to... 
as far as your goals going on outside of music or that's your whole yeah acting nah man i gotta get i did a, I did a, a movie where i did a little clip in a vibe and then i did a tv show where i also made a cameo and had a couple of lines and both of the times i just had so much fun so i want to i want to definitely get into the acting scene in the near future can you pull a ludicrous where you leave the music alone and just act <laughs> nah <laughs> i'm never doing that okay yeah. <laughs> all right i just want to see where you're going in the future because like, it's yeah i could do that get maybe some more bread but the music is you know that's really where my heart is for sure there's no place like that booth no place like that stage the name eric Billing just sounds right it sounds right for music and it sounds right like denzel, denzel washington Ooh, eric Billinger. at first listen, i used to wonder if it was too many syllables like yo is it too many syllables should i go by eric let, let, me, put you your, let me put you in your place right now come on my nigga arnold schwarzenegger if that if he could if he could pull it off with that name, Eric Billinger is going to do quite fine. Worst name in history. <laughs> but hey, and the name is hard. It's like you got to take actual a couple extra seconds to say my full name. Because <laughs> if you say Arnold, I'm not looking. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Well, look, brother. Thank you for the interview. It was good to see you. I'm going you to too. get your number right after we press the record because I have to clear this damn record and revisit. Let's it. get it. Let's get it. World, stay tuned for that. Eric Billinger, my brother, once again, 1-800-HIT-EASY is out right now with him and Hitmaker. And it got, it's like all hits, honestly. It's all like hits, all man. Hits. Let's go, y'all. Press play. Support, support, support. Independent music. You feel me? Yo, Eric, tell people where they can follow you real quick. Yo, everybody could just follow me at Eric Bellinger uh, on all the socials. That's Instagram.com slash Eric Bellinger, Twitter.com slash Eric Bellinger, my website, Eric Bellinger.com. That's E R I C B E L L I N G E R. Yep. It's the feature presentation, DJ Sus One. Subscribe to my channel and turn your notifications on so you can be first in line to know when I post. Turn it up. Turn it up. I appreciate all the love and support, and I'll see you guys here next time for another episode of Live with DJ Sus One.